0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegade's Reviews. Exclusively here, as always, on the Casa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade J.J. Williams. And today we close out the Walt Disney Animation Studios filmography for now with 1990s The Rescuers Down Under, starring the voice talents of Bob Newhart, Eva Gabor, John Candy, Adam Ryan, George C. Scott, and Russi Taylor. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me here once again for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. And as I said during the introduction, today we bid farewell. We close the book on the Walt Disney Animation Studios features for now. We will, of course, be revisiting it again next year as we close out the filmography. But for now, we say goodbye with a trip down under with the rescuers. This one is one of the ones from the Renaissance era that I had never seen before. And come to think of it, when we pick this up next year, we're gonna kick right off. You know, once we get past Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, etc., there's gonna be a lot of movies that believe it or not, I have never seen from the next chapter of the Disney filmography. Things like Treasure Planet, Atlantis, The Lost Empire, Brother Bear. I've still never seen Bolt all the way through. I've tried a couple times. I usually end up falling asleep. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. That's not even next month. That's next year. Let's focus on now. Let's get into the rescuers down under, shall we? Our film opens in the Australian Outback, where a young boy named Cody rescues and befriends a rare golden eagle called Marahoot, who takes Cody to her nest and eggs. Later on, he ends up falling into an animal trap, which was set by Percival C. McLeach, a local poacher that is wanted by the Australian rangers. McLeach learns from a feather that Cody possesses, that Cody knows the whereabouts of Marahoot. So McLeach, who actually has killed Marahoot's mate, kidnaps Cody and throws the boy's backpack into a group of crocodiles in order to convince the rangers that the boy was eaten. The mouse, who was the bait in the trap, hurries to an outpost from which a telegram is sent to the Rescue Aid Society headquarters at the United Nations in New York City. Bernard and Miss Bianca, the Rescue Aid Society's elite field agents, get assigned to the mission, which interrupts Bernard's attempt to try to propose marriage to Miss Bianca. The two mice head off to try and find Orville, the albatross who aided them previously. But instead, they meet his brother, Wilbur, who agrees to fly them to Australia. Once they arrive in Australia, they meet Jake, a hopping mouse, who is the RAS's local regional operative. Jake becomes infatuated with Miss Bianca and begins flirting with her, much to the dismay of Bernard. Jake kind of serves as their tour guide and protect her as they search for the boy. Unfortunately, Wilbur accidentally bends his spinal column out of shape, trying to help them. So Jake sends him to the hospital, but Wilbur refuses to undergo surgery. His back ends up getting straightened out as he fights to escape the medical mice and flies off in search of his friends. Back at McLeach's hideout, Cody is imprisoned with a number of captured animals after refusing to divulge Mara Root's whereabouts. Cody attempts to free himself and the other animals, but is thwarted by Joanna McLeach's pet, Goana. McLeach realizes that Mara Hoot's eggs are a weak spot for Cody, so he tricks Cody into thinking that someone else killed Marahoot, and releases him, knowing that Cody will head straight for her nest. Bernard, Bianca, and Jake arrive just as McLeach departs in his half-track after Cody. The three mice end up hitching a ride on the vehicle and attempt to warn Cody, but when the mice arrive at the nest, McLeach captures Cody, Marahoot, Jake, and Miss Bianca. McLeach then sends Joanna to eat Marahoot's eggs, but Bernard manages to trick her using egg-shaped stones. Wilbur arrives at the nest, and Bernard convinces Wilbur to sit on the real eggs while he goes after McLeach. McLeach takes his captives to Crocodile Falls, which is a huge waterfall at the end of the river that he threw Cody's backpack into previously. McLeach ties Cody up and hangs him over the group of crocodiles with intent of feeding him to them, but Bernard riding a wild razorback pig that he tamed using a horse whispering technique that he had learned from Jake, arrives and disables McLeach's vehicle. McLeach then attempts to shoot the rope that is holding Cody above the water, but Bernard tricks Joanna into crashing into McLeach, sending both of them into the water. The crocodiles attack McLeach and Joanna While behind them, Cody falls into the water as the damaged rope breaks. As Joanna flees to the riverbank, McLeach fends off and taunts the crocodiles, forgetting about the waterfall until it is too late. McLeach gets washed over the edge, presumably to his death. Bernard dives into the water and holds Cody just long enough for Jake and Miss Bianca to free Mara which allows her to save Cody and Bernard, just as they go over the waterfall. Bernard, who is desperate to prevent any further incidents, proposes to Miss Bianca on the spot, who immediately accepts, while Jake salutes Bernard with newfound respect. Safe at last, The group departs for Cody's home. Meanwhile, Wilbur is still sitting on Marahoot's eggs, which then hatch and one of the little eaglets bites him. I do have to say that I enjoyed the Rescuers Down Under a lot more than I enjoyed the original Rescuers. I think a lot of it had to do with the addition of John Candy to the cast, in the role of Wilbur, as I'm just a huge John Candy fan. You know, things like Cool Runnings, um, Uncle Buck, The Great Outdoors, Spaceballs, etc. John Candy is just one of the great comedians of my generation and my era. And I think the addition of him to this film really helped make it for me. Eva Gabor in her final film role, she would pass away a few years afterwards. So it's a very, very fitting, um, nice send off, if you will, for her, for the final role in her filmography to be revisiting this role in this character. This is the very first theatrically released Walt Disney animated sequel, and it would be the only one until we get to Ralph Breaks the Internet and Frozen many years later. None of the other ones that had sequels were theatrical. That could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. Maybe one time I should go through and I should do the direct-to-video, direct-to-DVD Disney sequels. But we got a long ways ahead before we get to that. We still have to finish the filmography next year. We've still got Pixar that we want to do. We've still got live-action favorites that I want to get into before I even begin to think of the direct-to-video sequels for the Disney. There's a lot of meat left on this bone, and I don't know if you guys realize how much meat is left on this bone. So I'm going to do something very special for you guys. You know, usually about a week before the, the month change, I start showing you my trailer for the following month. Right here right now, I'm going to show you the trailer for when we pick this up next year, just so you can kind of get a glimpse of what's to come. Take a look. What more can I say? I mean, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, Pocahontas, Mulan, Hunchback. You know, we've got Fantasia 2000. We've got Atlantis, Lilo and Stitch. We've got Meet the Robinsons, which is a favorite of mine. We've got Princess and the Frog, Tangled, Frozen, of course, Big Hero 6, wreck Ralph. There is so much coming Next year that hopefully you guys will be looking forward to when we pick this up next July. Why July when I'm doing it now in June? Well, you guys have to remember this was originally booked to be a July feature, but I flipped Marvel and Disney when I had to go back to Missouri for my grandmother's funeral. I decided to do Disney because I already had a good chunk of this stuff, written and ready to go and it was just easy to sit here knock a bunch of stuff out so that I didn't have to worry while I was off doing what I had to do and I still would have content to go up for you guys but it was always intended for the Disney stuff to be in July to celebrate the anniversary of Disneyland the original theme park so that's why next year When this gets picked back up, it'll be in July. One thing you might notice that wasn't mentioned and granted there's not really any posters out for it, but Encanto, supposed to be a brand new Disney release coming out in November of this year. I'm not gonna do that next year because I'm hoping to cover it as a brand new release when it drops. And already have that in the system. Raya has already been out for a little bit. So that's why that's going to be the last one for next year. Just a little something to get you excited for. When it comes to my review of Rescuers Down Under, though, getting back on track, you know, I, I definitely enjoyed this one better than the other one. This one I'm going to give three and a half out of five stars for you know, I don't recall any songs for this one. So that's definitely something that would have made it a little bit better is if there had been some more music. We all know Disney films are known for their music. And I feel like that's a weak point in the Rescuers series. But yeah, that's my only real complaint. You know, I thought George C. Scott was phenomenal as the villain McLeach. Like I said, Bob Newhart and Ava Gabor back in their roles. The addition of John Candy. Three and a half out of five stars. I definitely preferred this sequel to the original. Make sure you guys get out there on social media. Try to get those hashtags trending for me. Hashtag Casa D18 Studios. Hashtag Renegades Reviews. Hashtag renegade returns and of course the ever-popular hashtag shenanigans. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you guys get out there. Do what that commercial just told you. Go to teespring.com slash stores slash Jeff meacham network. All the official merchandise of the Casa D18 Studios Brotherhood, get you your Renegade J.J. Williams shirt, Dad's Not Always on Wrestling, Statboy Sports Bar, hashtag Statboy Approved, hashtag Shenanigans, get you all your official merchandise for the Jeff Meacham Network, three different designs of the Jeff Meacham Network logo for you to choose from, along with Talk Wrestling, Meachamania, and more. Hey, it's summertime now. It's been triple digits out where I am Not sure about where you guys live, but like I said, summer's here. Pool parties, barbecues, beach. Go out there onto that teespring, get you a tank top. You can get Mania or the Renegade J.J. Williams, both in tank top form. Get out there, show your love and support. While you're supporting, do what that ticker tells you. Do you enjoy my content? Do you appreciate me being out here in triple-digit weather? trying to make daily videos for you guys in my garage studio if you do go to that paypal link that scrolls across the bottom here send me a couple buck donation keep in mind i'm not monetized yet so the only way i'm going to make any money off of this right now is if you guys go out there and send me a donation to the paypal link that you see scrolling across the bottom of your screen you don't want to send me money that's all fine and good Go to that link tree link, click on the link for my Amazon movie wish list, which I'm constantly updating with more movies. Purchase me a movie off the wish list. When it comes and I open it live on RenAid Recap, I'll give you a shout out. And then when I factor it into one of my theme months, I'll give you another shout-out as I review it. And I'll show you guys the same amount of love that you guys show me. Tomorrow, when we're back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel for a brand new episode of Renegades Reviews and a brand new month, we will be starting Marvel movies. And we will be starting with 1998's Blade, starring Wesley Snipes, Embouche Wright, Stephen Dorff, Chris Christofferson, Donal Logue, Sanaa Lathan, and Tracy Lords, You're not going to want to miss out tomorrow as we switch gears from the wholesome family viewing of Disney to the R-rated world of Blade the Daywalker. You're definitely not going to want to miss out on that. All my loyal fans out there that have been tuning in for the premiere, watching along, leaving your comments over here, Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate you guys. for All my loyal viewers that tune in a little bit later on in the day, watching on demand, leaving your thoughts and comments down here. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate you guys. I appreciate each and every one of my loyal viewers that tune in day after day. Thank you very much for watching, and I will see you guys next time.